G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Too many people live with regret, regret over the past. Of course, it doesn't make sense to let the past ruin your present and rob you of your future. But all too often, it's really hard to get over the regrets of the past. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to the program today as we continue with this next message in the series called Healthy Living to a Ripe Old Age. Yeah, over the past three weeks, we've spent a lot of time talking about weight and diet and how to eliminate many of the diseases that, whilst they were virtually unheard of just a century or so ago, are today's major killers. Obesity, heart attack, stroke, diabetes. What we've seen is that there have been some significant dietary changes that have happened in the last hundred years or so through the introduction of refined carbohydrates, sugar in particular, and white flour and all that other stuff, which have by and large caused the epidemics in diabetes and cardiovascular disease. And the answer to virtually eliminating those diseases is simply turning the clock back on our diets and taking out all the rubbish in the so-called Western diet that's killing us. If you want to find out more about that, hop along to our website, christianityworks.com, and you can listen to all 15 episodes in this series of a different perspective called Healthy Living to a Ripe Old Age. But today we're moving on, as I said, from the physical to the emotional, because our health isn't just tied to our bodies, it's tied to our minds and in particular to our emotions. Many, many people are living rotten lives because they have some poisonous emotions pumping around inside them. And this week, we're going to talk about what, in my view, are the top five of those. When I was setting out to prepare these programs, I asked my friends on Facebook to suggest the negative emotions that they perhaps would like me to talk about on the program. I was kind of shocked. I was shocked by the number of negative emotions they came up with. It was pretty scary, actually. But this week only has five days in it, so I've settled on these five. Regret, disappointment, stress, envy, and low self-esteem. So today we're kicking off with regret, which is why I asked you that question a few minutes ago. What is it in your past that you regret? Something that you find it difficult to let go and to get over. You know, as I get to know people, I almost always discover something, I mean something, in their past that's holding them back today. For way, way too many people, their past is ruining their present and robbing them of their future. You may have heard me say that before. I say it often because it's so true. Just stop and think about that for a moment. The past is the past, right? It's locked in. You can't change it ever. It doesn't matter how much you want to change it. Nothing that you or I or anyone can ever do can change the past. And yet for so many people, the regrets of the past are messing with their emotions. It may be a deep hurt or a loss or a failure. And try as they may, they just can't move on from it. It continues to make you emotionally sick today, so, so you can't enjoy it. You can't live out today to the full. People who are sexually abused as children find that in particular. The abuse lives on in their emotions. 
And tragically, those who are abused find it difficult to form intimate, lasting relationships. They're carrying around shame and guilt and anger and unforgiveness. It eats away at them. And the grim statistics are that someone who is abused as a child is far more likely themselves to become an abuser of children when they become adults. That's not true of all. Please don't think that's what I'm saying. But statistically speaking, adults who abuse children are very likely themselves to have been abused when they were children. But it's not just child abuse. It could be that you feel that your parents didn't love you. I know one man who's a very prominent leader whose parents abandoned him and it's something that still affects him today. Or perhaps you've been through divorce. Perhaps you've lost your position or your status. Perhaps you made some mistake, a big mistake, that continues to affect you emotionally to this day. We're amazingly complex emotional creatures, and our emotions are often still attached to that regret from the past. Even though the physical impacts of that regret are long gone, it continues to ruin a person's present and rob them of their future. And that, my friend, is such a tragedy because you and I only have this one life to live here on this earth. It's not a dress rehearsal. Once it's gone, it's gone. This life, this precious life that you and I have been given to live on this earth. People go to counselling to try and get rid of the effects of the past. I just want to help you today think through that reality. There's a saying that goes, don't cry over spilled milk. Sure, clean up the mess. Sure, learn from your mistakes, but once the milk is spilled on the floor, you can't unspill it. You can't turn the clock back and change it as much as you wish you could. It's time to forget what lays behind and to strain forward and make the most of what you and I have been given, what today is about, the opportunities that lie ahead for tomorrow. You can't change the past, but you can change how you react to it. You can't change the past, but you can change what you do with it today and how you live with it today. When I look back on my life, hey, I've made some really stupid mistakes, some big ones, mistakes that cost me the things that mattered most to me. And those mistakes have left scars on me emotionally. They've changed who I am. They've changed me for the better. Today, I'm hopefully a more understanding person, more understanding of people who make mistakes than I was before I made my mistakes. Today, I'm a more compassionate person, and I'm not naturally a compassionate person, I have to tell you, but today I'm more compassionate because I've lived through some times in my life where the compassion of others literally saved my life. Those are good outcomes. Those are the things that I take and use for the benefit of others. If I could wind the clock back on some of those mistakes, I would, but I can't. That's it. It's done. What I can do is learn from those mistakes. What I can do is to use the positive changes that came out of them to help others. And what I can do is look forward to a healthy future where, okay, I will still make some mistakes, but I can know that I'll recover from them, I'll learn from them, I'll forgive myself, and I'll get on with my life. This one precious life that I've been given to live here on this earth. For some people today, it's time to move on from the regrets of the past. But that's not something that we can do for the most part just on our own. A counsellor, a psychologist, some joker on the radio trying to encourage you to get over your past, for the most part, none of those have the power to help you get over the regrets of the past. The only person who does is Jesus. Jesus died so that you and I could be forgiven our sins. And if you and I put our trust in Jesus, 
God forgives us our sins. In fact, the Bible clearly says that God remembers our sin no more. So if God's forgiven us our past, isn't it time for us to forgive ourselves? And listen, Jesus rose again to give us newness of life, literally a new life, a fresh start with the slate wiped completely clean. Writes Paul the Apostle, if anyone is in Christ, they're a brand new creation. Look, the old things have all passed away and everything, I mean everything, is new. 2 Corinthians 5, chapter 17. Yes, we can grieve over the past. We should grieve over the past. Paul also writes to his friends in Corinth, for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation and brings no regret. But worldly grief produces death. When we grieve over it, we turn away from our part in whatever happened back there. That's called repenting. We turn away from that. We turn back to God. We take it to God. And God is the one that takes it and transforms us and makes everything, us, our emotions, our circumstances, everything new. My friend, Jesus, Jesus is the power to change. Jesus is the bringer of new life. Jesus is the answer to your grief and to the regrets of your past. He's the only answer. Jesus. Way too many people in this world are carrying way too much weight. And that's led to a global pandemic of metabolic syndrome, diabetes, heart attack and stroke. But it needn't be that way. Armed with a few simple facts, it turns out to be much easier than you might think to lose the weight you need to lose and keep it off permanently. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Five Secrets for Losing Weight and Keeping It Off to help you live a healthy life to a ripe old age. You can request your free copy of this booklet right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 And we'll send this booklet, Five Secrets for Losing Weight and Keeping It Off, straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.